Yo Q, what up? Yo Q, man, I'm up? keeping it real. What up, the one? So much pain, I can't Welcome. I really feel. Let's My get it. Tonight, not just your music. Music. Where we keep it real, uh huh, and honest, always. My mom praying, telling me, Q, you need to chill. They can't respect the truth. I'm just honest. All right, here we go. Everybody, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's your boy, Dwan Bruno. Got my boy, Quincy Murdoch with me. Q, yeah. how you doing, brother? I'm good. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Good, good, good. That's what's up, man. Hopefully, all's well. Catching yeah, y'all. Yeah. It's another Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. Hopefully, y'all ready to talk about some good stuff. I, I know I am ready to talk about some good stuff because Q's already been talking about some stuff with me all day long. We, we That's what we do. So, what we've been talking about today, bro? Let's go with it. Man, we've been talking about music. What's the, talk about what's some the, music. What's this R&B conversation <laughs> that you... That you started basically when I got out of church, man. Tell these people about it. What really talking, talking about? really, really talking about the the phase from the eighties, the nineties to now. You know what I'm saying? How how I feel R and B has kind of changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, to where they didn't have a lot of resources back then to the resources we have right now. Exactly. You know, and a lot of things we didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, the past artists dealt with. Um, behind the industry and stuff like that to, to now where it's all out there. Yeah. So that's what I was basically talking to you about. You so know, tell just me this then. With the phase of how the 80s, mm-hmm. and and I know you weren't born in 80s, 91. but this is, let's let's say you were born in the 80s, right? Just yeah. right now, for right now. Yeah. You know, your mom basically introduced you to it. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> give, me, give me something... Of that eighties R and B, any group, okay, any artist, any entertainer, whichever one you want, yeah. Which one do you feel was the biggest hit? Well, my grandma got me on the R and B tip and the the gospel tip, but my biggest group that inspired me was was Drew Hill. Okay, Drew Hill was like, and and particularly Cisco. That that was my that was my idol because it's. I was small as a child, so I seen this small, energetic dude with blonde hair, you know what I'm saying, dancing, and he could sing, mm-hmm. and the ladies was going crazy, and I was like, you know, that's that's something I want to do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I liked it, so that really was my introduction, and then Joe to see Casey and JoJo, mm-hmm. um, really got my, my gospel roots from my grandma too. And my mom got me on the hip hop side. <laughs> Uncle so, Lou. So let's pick let's 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 pick let's let me let me slow you up. Okay. You said Casey and Jojo. Yeah. That was a good one. Why yeah. didn't you say that one early? I don't know, bro. But I love <laughs> hey Case look. Ooh yeah. <laughs> I love That's North Carolina greats, man. Yeah, like, bro, I you. Had, Casey, I was man. wondering, like, I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. Yes. So let me let's 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 phase out right here real quick because you picked a good one. I'm, I'm gonna say that one because I know for a fact that was an 80s 90 run that we didn't talk about. Yeah, we so did. So let's 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 say this right. We was already talking about writers, production, yeah. everything that came along with it, right? And that's crazy. I ain't talked to you about KC and JoJo. Yeah, I, put, other bro, I understood. We're going to put it on wax, though. You so, pick. Yeah. You pick don't, we'll get to the ones you pick. Yeah. Because I, I feel like those are worthy. Yeah. So you tell me, with the production side and the writers that were of that era. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with the whole situation, KC and JoJo, right? Mm-hmm. So KC and JoJo had Devontae. Mm-hmm. Devontae Swings, what they called him. 
What's up, uh, Devontae? I know you still out here running running the streets and, and making good music. I, I know you ain't got to say who you produce for, but if you if you take somebody like that, right? Yeah. Think about the sound that was created from just Jodeci alone, right? Mm-hmm. Notice how Jodeci didn't sound like any other group. Nobody that was out. You know, at that time, like you said, you had like we said, you had to have a signature sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Taking Casey and JoJo's sound, and let's say, and we I didn't say this one to you either. Let's go say, let's say Black Street, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Black Street was more a '90s, right? '90s yeah. vibe. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna say Casey and JoJo, right? Yeah. And Black Street, Black Street is basically we're gonna say Teddy Riley sound. Teddy Riley. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel that those two sounds? made R&B die the way it did? Or do you feel like R- the sound of R&B just became old? What do you think? I think it molded R&B. It, it molded. molded it. So do because, you- listen, because I named Drew Hill. Yeah. Guess who Cisco idol was? Mm-hmm. One of his idols was KC. There you go. So and they, they in the moment, So too. in the moment, you tell me then. Yeah. So do you feel that's where... It, the situation when the nineties in the nineties phase came, two thousand came in. Do you feel that's where it went old? Because notice how it died. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now let's talk about this part. Well, we got certain artists out there that's keeping it alive. Yeah, you know, we gonna yeah. put that. Okay. Up so certain R&B with artists. the people that you chose earlier, right? So yeah. we are gonna start bringing all these R and B singers in because I got a I got a bone to pick with all this. Okay. Because it's a good bone. Because I was like, man, I'm, I'm gonna say this for later for him because I want to I want to understand what where. R&B could have kept going yeah. in the phases of saying that, you know, you had groups for a phase that was 90s, eight, well, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. The whole group situation went away then, yeah. going into 2000. So, if Casey and JoJo, if Drew Hill, if New Edition, mm. uh, now let's start, let me see who any other ones I want to say are worthy of coming in. Um, we got out there. I said Black Street. Um, Some other groups. Uh, I'm gonna, we gonna call, I'm calling them out. I'm calling ones out. Uh, you already said Drew Hill though, but uh, um, those that were of that group era, right? Escape, for escape, the escape. Um, SWV, SWV. Um, uh, keep coming down. You you doing good? Uh, 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 uh those those are ones that are in my that's, mind that's that like right stand. Now. Yeah. Okay. So you take all of those groups, right? Mm-hmm. What's one thing all of them had in common? They had a lead sing, a standout lead singer for one, and they were all different. They had their own sound. Okay, bam. You now, know what I'm saying? so let's think about this part, right? Yeah. Take somebody like Casey, right? Mm-hmm. You notice how Casey, his situation inspired another singer, Cisco. Yeah. Okay. Now. Singing and rapping were two different situations, right? Yeah. So just like with rapping, rappers had this thing of who could spit the hottest bars then. Mm-hmm. 80s, 90s had who could sing the best, right? I noticed, yeah, 90s kind of, that's when the hip-hop, Com- late 90s, mid-90s, yep. hip-hop took over. Yep. Competition, yeah. the whole situation of competition became that thing. Hip-hop was competition. Mm-hmm. Who can rap the best? Yeah. 
it it people were more concerned about the 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 mold and the shape of who was gonna be that one rapper. Even coming out of the eighties, going into the nineties, it still wasn't solidified until you got Pop, until you got Biggie. Yeah. So yeah. think about it. You said we're gonna bring in Bobby Brown now, right? Bobby. You know the Bad one thing. Boy. The one thing that I didn't like about Bobby What's in that? the whole new edition situation, his presence was very much needed for new edition it was but he was such a powerhouse by himself which he knew he 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 you know it's understood why it went the way it did mm-hmm. you know he he was just ready was, but let me let me ask you this yeah. like okay new edition was centered around ladies women uh-huh. so maybe ralph was the soft kind of soft yeah. spoken it worked yeah New Edition, that's what it was. I felt like New Edition was New Edition. Bobby Brown was Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. So I don't it. think I don't think it would have helped New Edition if Bobby would have been Bobby in the group. It, you know what I'm saying? Which I think is why, and an and, uh, uh, individual as strong as he is, that makes total sense, yeah. which is the fact of. Because it would have turned the group into something else, maybe that. The look. Yeah, it would have switched look the look of it. So yeah, think yeah. about it like this, right? And yeah. this is the, we have singers, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. You had, uh, let's 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 say, I want to do a thoroughbred singer, man. Who's really a thorough singer at that time? Let's say, in the men's department, you had the KC the KC sound. You had a Ralph Tresvent sound. Okay. You had a Johnny Gill sound. You had. You can't say Mike and none of the. You can't say really the rest of them. Rest of the new edition. Everybody in new edition had a certain niche. It's just it was something that did it stand out to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Those those people there. You had Dave Hollister with Black Street, yeah. Because Dave was Dave. Who, who, who inspired R. Kelly? It was one of them singers. Man, uh, no, that, uh, R. Kelly was sound. R. Kelly was he was more of uh what's the old uh that's another great Al one, Green. His 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 style, you could tell he molded himself from people like that that 60, 70 era of singers. You could tell he studied them very well when he was young. Because by the time he added his flavor to it, which was the sex appeal, because mm-hmm. he was selling sex. Yeah. But people never looked at R. Kelly to be a thoroughbred singer. He just knew how to entertain people. You know, so you know, so you don't think R. Kelly was vocally a known, a known vocal singer? No, but he could teach somebody. His writings, all of this, his. In, this is interesting though, because I like hearing <laughs> I this love, from somebody that waiting. got music. History. I was waiting on this so, conversation. So, so, so you don't think vocally R. Kelly is one of the greatest vocal singers? No. Wow. R. Kelly had this thing. Where his sound sounded differently when somebody else had it. Because the fact of his creation, when he was writing for somebody, you could tell he was writing for somebody. And that's you had the R. Kelly sound was present, but it wasn't like an R. Kelly vibe to say that when he sold it, right? Notice all the songs that he sold the most out of sexually infused right let me ask you this though yeah i'm gonna say that yeah okay remember when he wrote you are not alone for michael yeah 
and it's a story that he was singing the song mm-hmm. to his brother, mm-hmm. and his brother thought it was Michael, but it was R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But see, key is so, though. and this is before Michael had got the song. Yeah, so he was already sound like Michael. Yeah, key is though, bro. Remember this: as far as singability, meaning who can sing, it was a it was a thing like this for me. Mm-hmm. Voice control. Tone, pitch, range. So R. Kelly ain't got none of that. R. Kelly had R. Kelly had balance in each one. He just knew how to sell it. Like I'm trying I'm, to get in your mind right but, now. About I'm the, being the, honest, bro. Kells just knew how to sell. So we got my boy Anthony in the house. Now it just brought up a whole situation. Yeah. What up, man? Silk. Okay. You had people like Silk right now, and I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, the reason why Silk wasn't big is due to record deals at that time. Yeah. As far as if you get G on the mic, man, bro, this dude. I ain't, <laughs> hey, I wasn't bro, even on Silk. Y'all got educate me on Silk. I, would, I wasn't listen, even on Silk. Listen, go, go pull up, go pull up the first two albums Silk had, bro. Okay. Listen to every last song on there and tell me what. You feel about this little short dude named G? Okay. This brother was not, bruh. Listen, <laughs> the to same, me. bruh. Range, control, pitch, all of that. Yeah. What I was saying, and and to say that he could do this on stage, oh, in the studio, mm. and it it never you knew it was him. Like he had a sound where okay, if you go to a show, people come to see him sing. You know what I'm saying? You remember how the Temptations was? Okay. Yeah. Temptations got a certain sound. People wanted to come hear either David Ruffin sing. Either people wanted to come hear uh 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 what's the skinny one now? I can't think of his name. Um the one that's on high pitch. I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. I was sure they died. It was a certain sound that these singers had that people came for. Yeah. But with R and B as it grew from net phase to the eighties and the nineties, eighties and the nineties phase was it became the competition. Like I said, yeah. who can sing the best? Like who really was it? So just like we say, I had I picked out Dave Hollis. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go back to Dave Hollister real quick. Dave Hollister had a sound that was more. See, Teddy Riley took a dude out of the church, okay, and brought him in. And introduced him to this R&B sound. Okay. And think about how Teddy Riley was writing at that time in the 80s and the 90s. He was all, I mean. That's another key factor you say out of the church. Yeah. Most of them came out. So let's backtrack a little bit. So what's your opinion on, okay, like we're going to get back to Drew Hill right quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Jazz could sing too. Jazz Jazz had a beautiful voice. sing. So let me, can I say that? Can I be honest? Jazz could sing better than Cisco. You think so? Uh, I mean, like voice control. I know Cisco, your no, voice. No, I got it. I can't say that on wax. No, Cisco, I can't say it on wax. Say it, bro. Cisco, my favorite singer. Just, bro, just, listen, Cisco, I can't say it on wax. Cisco, but, Cisco but, can but, sing, But I know bro. what you're saying, though. Jazz, bro. <laughs> Jazz had yeah, a, them, them vocal controls. Jazz and had a sound. It was so, it yeah, was that, warm. It was it was round. It, it was solid. Yeah. It had range. He had voice control. It was just like. You know, nobody, nobody in Drew Hill could do it like him. Now, 
Each one of Drew Hill members could sing, which is rare. How would you rate Cisco vocally? Cisco, I, if it was let's say, let's say I get a scale of ten, right? Yes. I give Cisco seven eight. Okay. And the only reason why I give him seven eight, there were certain songs that Cisco could not sing. Yeah. You know, he had to have those songs like you know. Notice when he the broke beats out. Me, the beats had to match. His notice, voice. notice how when he broke out and did his own thing, right? The own song is totally different from in my bed. Anything, anything like okay, even incomplete. I get yeah, incomplete. It was, sound different. Incomplete was one of those songs where it was that was specifically for him. Nobody else, you know what I'm saying? It, he yeah. sold that song alone just with how he showed vocal performance. Period. Yeah. Even when he sang it live. Okay, now let's let's go to you know Silk has a had a dynamic sound. The biggest thing I was basically saying to you though was it if they would have had some dope writers, somebody who could have gave them another lane and a little bit more of that machine behind it, that money behind it, bro, they would have been a bigger group than what they were. They just couldn't get in the studio and do a whole lot of do a whole lot of recording like all these other groups like Drew Hill, the Drew Hill because Drew Hill had Silk. I mean had silk in a in a hole at a time because they was out at the same time mm -hmm. but cisco broke out and then that whole situation of group started slowly deteriorate and then you started seeing more singers even though you had usher came out in early 90s right yeah so the older usher got the bigger he got you yeah. know what i'm saying because la reed had him yeah. <laughs> like i told you earlier if you had la reed on your side i'm sorry bro like it was happening. You know, he was in Atlanta. He had Jermaine Dupree. He had some of the dopest writers. He had some of the dopest producers wanting to work with him. You'd be like, you want them his. Because see, Babyface, once Babyface <laughs> broke out, I mean, he ain't had nobody to basically be there for him. So that whole situation of the face went down here. Mm -hmm. So it just became the L.A. Reid situation. And he started picking up rappers. All that stuff started to slowly come about because he had to find his way back because he ain't have babyface sound no more. Yeah. So let's do this. If it was again, <coughs> we, we talking R and B. Let's let's be let's be real. We be, we we just brought up a bunch of a whole bunch of groups. Yeah. So you brought up R Kelly, right? Yeah. And we brought up all of these R and B greats, singers, groups, all that, right? Mm -hmm. Of the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. Who do you solidify? As the king of all of it, of R and B, who is it? R Kelly, man. R Kelly. Okay. When it comes hit for hit, hit for hit, like 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 I say, uh -huh. put put him up against anybody. Songs, hits, songs he done wrote for people. Kelly's Kelly's uh, of R and B I, killer. No disrespect to the other artists, but He's R Kelly is a king of R and B right now. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say, as far as when it comes to hits, yeah. him from him, yeah, writing hits for people. Mm -hmm. People forget that too. The hits he's wrote for people. Yeah, he probably wrote your favorite artist song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> think of that. Yeah, all that he can add to his catalog. Yeah, think about it like this too. I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you only person I feel that could actually, if it was going for hits, right? Yeah. The only other person, you know, I'm gonna cut you out. Michael can't even see Kelly, man. When it comes to music hits, but see that entertainment. Think about it, but entertainment. Hits. I can't. You got to put R. Kelly in the boat by itself when it comes to that, man. Because yeah, like yeah. everybody knows, Michael is the greatest entertainer ever. Yes, but as far as 
saying did Michael ever have to write a song? No, he was just like Beyonce. He could just sit back at his house and just wait for. But listen, when I when I want to get in the mood, stuff. when I want to throw something on, yeah, I don't just honestly don't don't think to myself, oh, let me go put on some Michael Jackson. Yeah, let me go put this on in the car, roll the windows down. I don't think of that. I like R. Kelly is what I'm going to here, yeah. man. Let me put the seat back. You know what I'm the saying? Man, the man and, of and, you know what I'm saying. Roll the pop, through the lady. The pop era. The pop era was Mike. That's it. Yeah, it's but pop. R and B. When R and B became a thing of the '80s, '90s, that '90s phase of R. Kelly, that was hard to beat. That smooth R and B. That was hard to beat. Even when he came back out with the whole trapped in the closet situation, like ain't no, nobody expected that. Like. He just basically told you, showed you as if you know, like I could put out something anytime and it'll be a hit. You know, that's basically what he solidified himself as a hit maker. Put some but respect on that you, man. I'm gonna give you another phase of this too. I'm a king of R&B. I'm a, I'm a king. Somebody else, uh, R&B great, bro. I have to do it this way. I'm sorry, Babyface. If we're gonna talk about hit for hit, the reason being, Babyface never fell short. Of any of his writings, it never crossed over the line to do any other style but R and B. The only reason why his wasn't as big is because he wasn't at that big of a stage presence as R. Kelly. R. Kelly got all these ladies coming to the show. You know, they showing out. <laughs> they 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 taking off, passing out, throwing bras on stage, draws on stage. Like that's that you you got that experience, Usher. Same situation. Think about it, right? Yeah. Entertainer, not a writer, but very much an R&B entertainer. He sold every song he had, and he's a decent singer. I'll put Usher in the category with Mike, and I'll put R. Kelly in his own. There you go. Because still, it's a different show. When I see Michael, I see Usher. There you go. I don't see R. Kelly. There you go. R. (laughs) Kelly is more, R. Kelly is Marvin Gaye. There you go. That kind on that he gonna, side, he gonna, he gonna it, it's different. And sell you out your drawers, ladies. It's different. <laughs> yeah, Michael Usher, Chris Brown, yep. entertainers, entertainers, hit the stage. Kelly Tanks, the Marvin Gaye's, you know, people like that. Yeah, those are the soul, soulful R and B soul music. Tank, I, I, you know what? Let me tell you what. It, since you bring a tank in, there, so Tank of the new. Era of what's going on now, and you know that's why I brought him up. Tank became this thing. See, people didn't even know Tank was actually going on in the nineties. Tank was actually a writer before anything started. He was already like he got solidified via Aaliyah when she was alive, and nobody even knew that she was even. He was even in the situation at the time or in that picture. But one thing I hate is that he never, ever fails. I mean, one thing I like that he never ever fails at giving you solid R and B. It never it he never tries to go too far outside of it because he knows like people want me for R and B. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of R and B now where it's too much you know too much crossover. It people is. like Jaquise, Jaquise or whatever his name is. Like that's one person <laughs> I hate he came out. Them. Huh? He changed. Up. I ain't really listen to his new. Bro, it's 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 he's putting too much of a spin because you know how he came out. He was trying to just like redo a whole lot of songs and do it in his own lane. Yeah, you know, as far as what he's doing is saying that okay, he should be solidified as the king of R and B right now. No, 
he really stepped over to, to me. I, I, I you hate, jack you jacking people's songs. I hate man, that he did that, man. He jacked up so much. He jacked so many songs, but it lets you know though what we was doing in the eighties and nineties was right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the whole eighties and nineties, it was a it was a different vibe. It, you can't bring it back now. The way it was, you got to really put a you got to put a, your own spin on R&B because you had to be original during that time. So when people let an air hit him, they like, man, he messed that up. But and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like I go back to the old music, yeah. R&B. Yeah. Me, me getting into the R&B field, bringing my R&B to the front. Now I go back to the old. What inspired me to sing is then. Mm-hmm. Get what so I'm saying? Now, now the artists. Now it's like I don't look up to these art. We on the same battlefield, mm-hmm. playground. Yeah. So you tell it's me easy. this then. So we 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 getting near the end. Yeah. So if you feel something now, of as we said earlier, mm-hmm. if you if R and B is going to be one of those things where I mean, is R and B going to be one of those things where you're only going to talk about it via the 80s and the 90s? Or do you think that it will ever be a new age talk? I'm going to tell, tell you a good answer. I feel like it can come back. Because uh-huh. the way hip-hop is going, yeah, these rappers is getting exposed yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, for real. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding myself not even liking rap like that. Because like, yeah. these artists is not living what they say in these songs. Yeah. They're getting exposed. Yeah. So it's a even battle. I see rap on the decline, and I see R and B. It's 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 something where it can come back. Okay, if you get now, some artists. Now here we go. Here we go. Before we get out of this, got a couple minutes left for this camera stop. So I'm gonna say this real fast because you just made a whole good point. Now I want to say this because it has to be said. Look at all these female R and B singers that's coming out now. Mm-hmm. Um. I looked at the whole, listen to the whole hours and hours situation, right? Nobody expected an R&B song to be like that. And to me, it honestly made, like you just said, you never heard too many people other other than, I think her name is Mooney Long. Uh, what's we got to throw SZA out there too, man. SZA, the same, SZA. that situation with her. SZA. So you, we got three R&B singers that are women. Now, notice, y'all, women are the powerhouse of R&B right now. I'm just being honest. You have Tank by himself, but those three right there have really put a spin on R&B. Now, the next episode we come, we're going to talk about a little bit more than the R&B. Um, I think that we, we need to start kind of joining you know these these podcasts yeah, yeah. together so we can kind of start making them longer but this would be i think this is a good point to slow down on, on today because honestly like i said the r&b phase needs to change again it's gonna come back i think it's gonna come back a little differently because we have some different writers and some different production coming along we need to bring that love back man. so yeah love is definitely coming back <laughs> yeah and with that being said subscribe 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 go to if you're on the website Go up there, you know, it's every all of our networks are right there in the top right hand corner. Hit those three lines. Please subscribe to one of our networks, your favorite one. And we will be back to y'all next Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. All right. Qu- Quincy Murdoch with me. Love, peace.